Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show tonight, our Thursday night Survivor show. If you guys have a question on Survivor, you guys can call in um, 347-237-5506. Let's have a great show, guys. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, amazing race fans. This is your Rad Reality Show Network. We connect you to the reality stars you love. Tonight is February 21st, 2016. I'm Cherry Garcia, and I'm so glad you're with us tonight for the Amazing Race Second Pit Stop Show with our host, Luis Stravato, from Season 16 of The Amazing Race. Tonight is going to be a very special show for a few reasons. Of course, it's always a, sp- a special night when you get to have Luis Stravato recap the latest episode of The Amazing Race because he does such a great job. And you can fill us in on some of the behind-the-scenes facts that only someone who's actually ran the race could share with us. But tonight, we may have callers calling in for a couple of different reasons as well. One is that Louis just opened Louis Fitness Academy, which is a cardio boxing circuit workout studio in his hometown of Providence, Rhode Island. So there may be some calls to say congratulations to Louie for getting his fitness studio open this weekend. And two days ago, on February 19th, was our founder's birthday. Ron Rad actually started this show on his birthday in 2009 on Blog Talk. And although he had already been doing this show on a different platform before he moved He started it here on Blog Talk on his birthday. And so it's sort of the show's birthday as well. Um, But it is Ron Mad's birthday. This is our first show uh, on air since his birthday on the 19th. So I did invite people who remember our founder, Ron Rad, to call in tonight and wish Ron a happy birthday. It's very important to me to keep his memory alive Um, because if it wasn't for Ron Rad, none of us would be doing these shows. Um, If it wasn't for his dream that started all this, um, we wouldn't be here. So I'd like to be the first to say, say, Ron, I love and miss you more than anything I could say every day. There hasn't been a day gone by that I haven't remembered you and thought of you. And I can only hope that you had a glorious birthday in heaven shared with your mom and many, many angels and our Lord up above. I miss you so much, Ron. Now, with that being said, let's get this show started. Here we go, folks. Louis. 
bag. Congratulations yeah, on baby. Louis Fitness Academy, Louie. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um my um one of my fans, um I'm gonna totally chop up his name, but it's San Sandeacon. He's drawn and I'm sure you've seen it, he's drawn a lot of other amazing racers, um in, like in action shots. He's the one who actually drew if you recall, he drew the picture of me as Hercules. And yeah. um, back back a while ago, and so I reached out to him and I said, "Look, I'm starting a business and I have an idea of what I want. Um, do you want to do it? You want the job?" And he took it. He took the job and he did an amazing job. I mean, I love it. People like just can't wait for me to even make T-shirts. <laughs> it was like it's so funny. Um, so uh, it I'm I'm excited about my fitness academy it's a um it's a circuit workout those who are listening from rhode island um come check me out for the rest of the month it's still free so um I'm not, march is when we stop for real um but for now i want people to come check it out see what i i'm all about um people in bristol rhode island know what i'm about i've been doing it there for two years at my buddy's club um boxing club icon boxing club um, which I'm sure those who follow me have seen me post it a million times. Um, but now I have my own, and um, I'm still doing it in Bristol, but uh, a couple of days a week. But this is my main focus now, and I'm really, really excited about it. It's a workout. It's a circuit workout where I am putting you through a circuit, and you're doing boxer-type um, workouts, like what a boxer, how a boxer works out, let's put it that way. And um, I'm not teaching you to be a boxer, but you will learn – some skills of a boxer, let's put it that way. Um, and it's a great workout. It's put me in such amazing shape. It's like, you know, I know I use the word amazing a lot, but this is one point one point in my life where I'm really, you know, utilizing it because it, it, I'm seriously in the most, the, the best shape of my life right now. And uh, I'm 53. And, you know, where I'm not on... I've changed my lifestyle. I'm not on cholesterol medicine anymore. I'm not on um, Nexium for acid reflux because I was eating shit, you know, let's be honest. Um, I was wearing a CPAP machine at night um, because I had sleep apnea really bad. Not on that anymore. Um, the only thing I really take is allergy medicine once in a while because I have allergies, you know. So, But um, other than that, I and so feeling so healthy. I was like, you know, I've been watching this season of um, Biggest Loser. And um, and I was listening, and, like, you know, a couple of them, uh, I think it's Cody. Is it Cody, the the the, the uh, kid from down south, um, how he doesn't have to take any medicines anymore. And it's I know what he's talking about. I wasn't as big as him, but, I mean, I was powerlifting, and I was, like, you know, close to 240 pounds at one point in my life. Now I'm at 200 pounds and, you know, feeling great, feeling so good and healthy. And I want to share it. I want to share it with people, how to live healthy, what to do, kickstart them into changing their lifestyle. And um, so anybody, you know, write it down. It's not started. I didn't start my webpage yet, but it's, it's I bought the domain. <laughs> it's uh, www.louisfitnessacademy.com. And there's no apostrophe, obviously, in the Louis, but it's L O U I E S fitnessacademy.com. Um, so um, that'll be up and running soon. And, you know, follow me along and I'll be posting, you know, healthy stuff here and there. And, you know, maybe I'll throw a workout here and there that you can try at home, you know, and stuff like that. Um, my logo, which I love to death. People are already asking for t-shirts and wanting my t-shirts, wanting, you know, my line. And uh, I'm excited about it. I might have to throw a trademark on it before somebody steals it. <laughs> but uh, it's, uh, things are just going and it's overwhelming. And, I'm, you know, people are like, Lou, what are you nervous about? You know what you're doing. You, you've been doing this for a while already. Why, you know, when it's your own, it's your own baby. It's a different story. You know, so I um I am so grateful that my present girlfriend, who I love and adore to death, um, is so supportive, and um and um I 
you know, she just supports me 100% in everything I've been doing lately and just, you know, and, and, and it's totally, like, reaffirming me that I, you know, you know what you're doing. You're a great instructor. You know, people are going to love you. And so it's, it's nice to hear, but it's just like still you, you question yourself. And, and that's how I can, because I'm Italian, I guess. I don't know. Um, but it's fun. It's fun. And it's just, you know, it's a great thing. Now, um, I am ready um, to, you know, to make this my next step in life to make this is what I want to do and I'm loving doing it and you know I was a cop for 26 years and that was a lot of fun but this is a new step and I'm not I'm, I'm only bettering my life I'm not in danger of being shot or killed or anything like that or you know um and I you know get like twice a week like Mondays and Wednesdays I'm opening at 6 a.m um and then Tuesdays and Thursdays 6 30 p.m classes and Friday's going to be private training, and Saturdays are going to be um, 9 a.m. during the winter months and then 8 a.m. during the summer months because I, as well as everybody else, want to be the hell out of there and down the beach or enjoying the summer, you know. So um, so that's what's going on right now. I mean, I'm still doing my private investigation business as well, like well, Pinnacle Security and Consulting. Um, I'm still doing that. Um uh, just staying busy, staying busy. You know, today I went down, uh, went down South County end of Rhode Island where all the beaches are. And um, we, we have, if you've never been to Rhode Island, um, we have some of the most beautiful beaches in New England. Um, it's not, you know, the water isn't like being in the Bahamas where it's that crystal blue or green color, but it's just beautiful sand beaches. And we have, and we have so many of them. Um, we went down that way for brunch this morning with some friends and um, my cousin and a couple of friends and and uh, it was, you know I threw a pit, couple of pictures up but it was uh, it was fun it was just they, there was so many people down there today because you know the temperatures were like high 40s low 50s whatever it was and just any sign of nice weather people were just like wishing for the better weather the you know the more beautiful weather. Um, let me uh, back up for a second here. Um, I let me get off the subject for a second here. Um, Ron Rad was a very good friend of mine. I met him in um, Las Vegas. That's where we initially met at a, a charity event. Uh, it was reality? It was a reality charity event, and I met him, and we became good friends from that day on. He asked me via Michelle. Um, Costa, she said, um, she's the one who introduced Ron to me. Um, he asked me if I wanted to do a amazing race, you know, book podcast. And I'm like, okay. You know, so, um, there's only been, what, what was it? Like a, one, a couple of seasons I couldn't do it because of, um, a job I had. Um, but other than that, I mean, I've done almost every one of them and, um, and I do love doing it. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun talking about it. I'm a big, huge fan of the show, not only because I was on it. I always was, even before that. But Ron was a good friend, man. He, hearing his voice every time at the start of the show, you know, brings joy to my heart. And, um, you know, I, I know it brought tears to your eyes, Jerry, and that's understandable. But he also brings a huge smile to your face as well because he was that kind of a person. He was selfless. He was... He would give you the shirt off his back, and he yeah, just wanted to. Make, he he broadcasted live from hospital beds. I used to say to him, "Are you crazy? What are you doing?" I said, "We don't have to do this tonight, man. We don't have to go. We can do something. You know, like people will live, people will survive." He goes, "No, I would try to talk him out of it. The show but has to go on. Like the show has to go on, and no. he he would feel." So he would sound so bad, and I've learned yeah. a lot from him. Yeah. But he would sound so bad, you know, oh hardly God. able oh, to yeah. breathe. And yeah. as soon as as soon as he went live on air, he was just so different. He he would perk up, and his voice would change, and he would just be like, "Hi, I'm Rod Red, and this is the Red Show." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <You> know? <laughs> and he would be so different, and then. As soon as it was over, he'd call me and go, "Oh man, I barely got through that." You know, <laughs> he was I know. So wiped I, you out. You say that you go, 
it's crazy. It's just, it's just, oh man. Yeah, once the show was over, it was like a deep breath. It was like, and all of a sudden, he was a, he was back to being really ill, and it was like, it was weird. It was just like, man, he could flip he's that switch. That's for sure. He could flip that he, switch when it, it was time for he, the show. He he turned yeah. on, and it kept him going. It kept him going for so long. He he loved the show. Well, and you know what? I, I am I am proud and honored to live on in his memory doing this, you know, and, and that's, you know, not for nothing. It, it's all, all thanks to you. You know, I mean, you've been, you've been pretty much the heart and soul of this show for you forever. And, um, if it wasn't for him and you living, drinking, keeping his memory alive, you know, it would have been just a thought and it would have been, yeah, all right. Yeah. All right. You did this. So, you know, but, but thank you, Ron. Like God I said, I've, I've learned, I've learned a lot from him. Um, yeah. There's been many times when I didn't quite feel up to doing the show, yeah. but I remember those days when Ron was feeling so bad from his hospital room, doing the show from a hospital bed with IVs in his arms, and I thought, you know, man, if he can do it, I can do it, and exactly, you know. What would Ron think if, if I didn't, you know, do the show? This is for him. And, you know, I'm, I started doing this to keep his memory alive and as his legacy. And if I don't fulfill that, I feel like I failed. And if I can get up and do this show, if I'm able to, I should do it. You know, that's just how I feel about it. That's. Look, I mean, you know, I got a lot of love. Do it, and yeah. I feel like I should too. You know, that's. I got a lot of love, love and respect for you too, because I mean, um, you, you, are actually doing this show on a Sunday night where um, you're taking some time, like a little bit of time away from your husband who's off tonight, and so I love you for that. I mean, we, you know, we tried to figure out another time and everything, but it didn't happen. But it is what it is. Um, so. God bless you and your husband. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I got a drink in my hand. I'm having a, a vodka tonic, and so I'm, I'm salut and gendan, which, which means in Italian, which means salut um, helped for a hundred years. And um, you know, uh, to, to my dad, to Ron, who are in heaven, and to whoever else, Paul's mom, God, you know, Paul's mom who passed. Um, you know, it, there's so many, but they're all. I hope they're all holding a drink up up there in heaven and, you know, looking down on us and they're proud and they're happy. And that's all I can ask for. So, you know. Big happy birthday Um, to Ron. Yes, happy birthday, Ron. Love you, brother. So, anyway. um, So, next week, I got to figure out his guy. I don't know if he had, Ray, um, I'm going to screw up his last name, Hostu. He was on season seven of The Amazing Race, and he's been a huge supporter of mine as far as physical fitness because he's in amazing shape, too. Um, and um, he's from Chicago area, I believe. So um, he um, said he would try to come on next week. Um, love to hear some insight of, like, that season seven goes way back, you know, so it's like, Compared, I like to hear the, the differences between then and now. You know, I, I like hearing those things. So it should be Absolutely. interesting if 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 he can get on next week. So, um, uh, so that's what's going on. Like right now, I'm just you know enjoying life and loving life and watching the amazing race and you know. And are you watching this season of The Biggest Loser? Have you watched it? I've. Watched pretty much uh, all of it. There, I've missed a few episodes here and there, but I've watched most of it. Yeah, I mean, this past one brought tears to your eyes. I mean, especially that the the um, I can't think of his name, the Spanish guy who um, the brothers, the two brothers, the one that made it through so far. Um, how he was saying he, he's crying, saying how he's been a bad dad because of just being out of shape and not being there for his kids physically. Um, 
walking time bomb to die, you know, because he was so big. Um, it's I, I like watching it because it's motivating to see those people. I mean, um, you know, Richard Hatch is a friend of mine. I'm curious I can't to wait see how much weight he looks when he comes back. Yeah, I, I'm curious to see how much weight he lost and how he looks. I, I love seeing the transformation of these people. It's crazy, you know, um, what they've done. A couple of them have lost over 100 pounds. That's freaking almost a person, you know, um, an adult person in some cases. Um, it's and and I as you know as you know but I'm, you know, those who don't know I did the Tough Mudder, which is a 13 mile obstacle course um, in Vermont one year and I did it with people from um, other people from like Amazing Race there was people from Survivor there was people from uh, The Biggest Loser it was a different it, it wasn't just one like station it wasn't just CBS it was other you know other people and um, the people who motivated me the most to keep me going because at times I wanted to quit doing that race um, was the people from The Biggest Loser. They That show has motivated them in ways that is, like, amazing. So, um, you know, God bless them, you know. So, and actually, I was just recently asked to do the Tough Mudder again. Um, i got to be out of my mind <laughs> um, sometime next year. No, I'm sorry. I'm in August. I think it's in August. So, got to get myself ready for that one. <laughs> but um, so, anyways, um, those of you who are country fans, I'm 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 musically well rounded. I like listening to almost everything. But I'm gonna go see. Um, oh God, now I'm doing a blank. Um, I can't believe it. I'm just about to tell someone I drove Blake on his name. Um, oh, man. Who sings to the moon and back? Um, 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 um. Oh, can you believe this? Anyways, I'm going to a country concert this week. Anyways, <laughs> I can't believe this shit. Oh, man. Um, but, um, you know, I'm just enjoying life. And well, doing what I want to do, Luke Bryan. Luke I'm Bryan. so glad. I'm so glad you're not out there yeah. as a police yeah. officer. You know, we talked about this last week. It's such a dangerous job nowadays, and yeah. I'm just glad that you're not out there in the line of danger right now. It just it's, isn't it's what it used anymore. to be. No. Yeah. And. I'm glad that you're able to live the kind of life that you want to live now. You've put in your time. You've gone out there and, you know, put your life on the line for many years and put your dues in. Now it's time, you know, for you to be able to live your life as you want to and not be in that danger. And I'm so happy for that. Um, Thank you, Cherry. Thank you. Honey. It, it's different days now. Um, the scary times. It is a different day now. The job isn't the same anymore. Um, people just want to film you and put you on media, and you know, one little stupid mistake can bury you for the rest of your career. So I, I'm even here, and I am. To me, I'm a 53 year old that is in the best shape of his life. Um, I don't act 53. <laughs> um, uh, I don't feel like I'm 53. I, I don't. I don't know. Feeling 53 has a feeling, but it don't, I don't feel. It. And you know, the girlfriend I'm with now, we talk about having children. You know, right? Look, I mean, she's young. That's she, incredible, I mean, she's in her, Louis. She's in her 30s. But and here's the thing, Chevy. My oldest is 32. My youngest is 25. But if she wants a baby. I'm gonna have another baby, and I'm fine with that. I I want a baby. I we we talk about um you know we we reading up on having a baby girl and how what position and what and what time of day and what all this shit. You know it's funny. Um, different people's views on like how to have a girl. <laughs> it's freaking hilarious. But um, so I would wow. love to be already. I mean, we, yeah. I mean, That's if it happens, made it happens. Me smile from ear to ear, Louis. <laughs> Uh, it, it, I'm 
I'm excited about it, to tell you the truth. I want it to happen in the worst way, you know. So, um, but, you know, that, it, that's down the road, and I love her to death, and she loves me, and she loves me for who I am, unlike past women that I've been in my life. I just, um, I'm not going to badmouth anybody because that's not who I am, but um, I, she loves me for who I am and supports me for who I am and, you know, doesn't it just it's just nice to have in your life, that's all I can say. Um That's so the most important thing, you know. Absolutely. You know, I was at a party last night, a buddy of mine turned fifty and um was at um was at this country club in uh, Lincoln, Rhode Island. And he's got money, but it, that you know, he doesn't even act it. You know, it's not like it's not like these the people but there were people there that um know me and my, my ex and um and it was like, you know, some of them were like asking what happened. And I said, you know, things happen and I had to move on in my life. And, you know, that's it. And they were like, oh, hey, are you happy? I said, I am more than happy. I have the most beautiful girlfriend right now. And um, and they're like, that all, that's all that matters. And it's true. That's all that matters to me. I mean, oh, I know you Yeah, I know you did. But, I mean, we, but, you know, things happen, Chevy, you know. And, and my present girlfriend is a total different spectrum of stuff. And I'm not kind of bad, like I'm not bad mouthing her. I just, it is what it is. I had to move on in my life, you know, and I did. And that's it. And the, and the people at this party were like, as long as you're happy, that's all that matters. And that's so true. I go, I live that by that. And, you know, I want to be happy. I don't want to be questioning who I am, you know, and stuff like that and what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. You know, I never did anything to hurt my family ever. So, but they be questioned about stuff, and it is what it is. So, anyways, I plan on living a long, healthy life, and I plan on being here a long time. And I, hopefully, I'm praying. You know, I, I heard rumors. I didn't think we talked about this last week. Season twenty nine um, of the Amazing Race might be a um, all stars, but I can't see that happening. Because it would make more sense if season 30 was an All-Stars or something special, you know. But um, I'm – and if that's the case, I hope I'm asked to be on. I, I want to redeem myself. Now, not, you know, not that Mike and I did a bad job. We did a very good job. But as I watch my season, I just see how out of shape I felt I was. You know, I mean, even though, you know, I'm like – People were like, no, you were just big. You know, I mean, yeah, I was big, unhealthy big. You know, I was like, it didn't help. Like, yeah, I was muscular. Yeah, all right. But I couldn't breathe. I couldn't, you know, I was like struggling. And I just want to go and, you know, it I don't want to be that so guy weirdly. dying. It's almost dying like you've camera. gotten younger since then. You know, it's like I, you've gotten <laughs> healthier and younger since you were on The Amazing Race. And I know that's weird I, to say, but. You look younger, you're more fit, you you just it's like you've gone backwards in years. And <laughs> people have said that, Jerry, believe it or not. And and I and I love it. I'm humbled by that. It's freaking awesome. I mean, you know, a a different a little bit of a different look. The not the shaving the head, the beard, I mean, helps, but being slim and fit and, you know, and tr- you know, and you know, cut up and stuff helps too, you know. So, um Thank you. Thank well, you. Very I'm kind of you. Certainly happy for you. You know, we I just so. listened earlier today to the show that we did, the first birth happy birthday show we did after Ron passed. And mm-hmm. so many people called into that show to wish Ron a happy birthday. And at the very same time, Ronnie Talbot from Big Brother had just had a heart attack. And was in the hospital. Yeah. Yep. And so you never know, you know, what life is and has in store for you. And Ronnie was so young, and I mean, he was still in his twenties, I believe, or just hit thirty, I think. I don't know. He was yep. In that area, Wait. and had had a heart attack, and you know, expected that, you know, and 
everybody was so worried about him. He was in bad shape. And so we were all very concerned for Ronnie Talbot on that show and also wishing Ron Rad, who had just passed at the age of 40, a happy birthday um, in heaven. And, yep. you know, so many things had just happened four yeah. years ago to some people who are very, very young. And you never, ever know what life has in store for you. So being healthy and fit, you know, can mean so much. And, you know, what you're doing, you know, opening a fitness place and helping people, you know, be fit could absolutely save somebody's life. Yes. And what you're doing for yourself could save your life as well. Um. Here's the, here's the thing, Charlie. Uh, you know, people who die at a young age of heart disease and stuff like that, there's a couple of things. I mean, I'm not a doctor, but there's a couple of things. Genetically, I mean, there could be something genetically wrong with my heart that's not picked up on an EKG or something, and, you know, next thing you know, I'm dead, and God forbid. But, I mean, and everybody, everybody will be going, oh, my God, but he was so fit, and that happens a lot, you know. But then there's then there's the people that they look like they're fit and stuff, but they end up going. Um, they don't go to the doctors. They don't get their physicals. You you need to go. It's like that's just you know getting staying eating right, eating healthy. You know, um, just um, exercising. It's just part of the equation. But you still need to see a doctor. You still need to have that those things done. You know, it's just part of life. Um, so, you know, it's, you you can't you, you cannot not go to that. I had um, God rest his soul, good good friend of mine, um, <clears throat> retired from the police department um, at the age of my age, fifty three, and two months later, he died of a heart attack. He t- two months after he retired, died of a heart attack. Gosh, what I found out was he didn't go to the doctors at all, Terry. You know, I was like, you know, so he must have had tons of blockage and all kinds of shit going on, you know, and you you can't, you can't neglect, you can't, I mean, you can't neglect your body. Your body's telling you something, you answer it, you know, don't don't ignore it. Yeah, I think both, both Ron and Ronnie had um, congenital heart you know, issues that were passed on to them. Um, I know Ron for sure had a congenital heart defect. And he had been seeing a doctor, you know, for quite some time. But the thing is, he didn't go to the doctor until after his mom. He had been taking care of his mom who had Alzheimer's. And he didn't want to go to the doctor until, you know, she was hospitalized. And... He was taking care of her at home as long as he possibly could. And while he was taking care of her, he wasn't going to go to the doctor. And until she went to the hospital, until she couldn't stay at home any longer, um, he wouldn't go to the doctor and take care of himself. And once he did go to the doctor, it was already too late. His his heart valve had grown back together so, so much that, they couldn't do anything but replace it. And they just had, they had to drain the fluid off his heart um, and try to get him on the heart valve replacement list, which they did, but trying to get the fluid, he had gained so much water weight and it was just a long process. But we had just gotten him on, um, he had no insurance. And so we just got him on disability the night before and called him, you know, calling the next day to let him know that, you know, his disability had gone through. And the very next morning he had his heart attack and didn't make it through the heart attack. Yeah. So sad. So sad. It's just, 
you know, with that disability insurance, that's what we were all waiting for because they could have kept them in the hospital I re- I on the that. IV Lasix. Yeah. You needed that IV Lasix to get the water weight off because the oral Lasix just didn't work for him at home. For yeah. some reason, that oral Lasix just would not work. He'd, he'd yeah. go to the hospital, the water would, it would come off in the hospital, and he'd do great in the hospital, and then they'd send him home and put him back on the oral Lasix, and all the water weight would come right back on him. And yeah. they, you know, he'd have to call the ambulance, they'd put him back in the hospital. He'd do great in the hospital. They'd, you know, drain some of it off, put him back on the IV Lasix, and he'd do great, get some of the water weight off, and they'd, then they'd send him right, because they didn't have insurance, they'd send him right back home with the oral Lasix, and it just yeah. kept repeating. It was a vicious circle because he didn't have insurance. Yep. And once we got the disability, we thought, great, now he's going to be able to you know, be put in. Actually, they had just accepted him into the nursing home where his mom was, and they were actually going to put him in the same wing with his mom so he could be next to her because he was only going to have to be in there until they got enough water weight on off of him for him to be accepted into um, the university there where he was going to have the heart valve transplant, Emory University. And... As soon as they got down to just enough water weight off of him, he was going to be transferred to Emory University and get the heart valve transplant done. And it just couldn't hold on long enough. It was yeah. just so heartbreaking. Yeah, it was. He was a great man. Smiles, Chevy, smiles, because he was a great man. I know. Put a lot of, he know. put a lot of smiles on people's faces on he did, not, and you know, he had, he had such we a great time. <laughs> he had such a great time out there in Vegas. Oh, um, I remember, oh my I remember gosh. walking the, I remember walking the red um, carpet, and there he was sitting there. I know. He goes, "Can I talk to you?" A, and I'm like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> that was a dream come true for him. I think he was interviewing me. That I think I was being interviewed. If tell you the, I'm not sure. I don't remember the very first time I met him. But anyways, um, so let's so, do what we do in his memory, Cherry. Let's talk about the amazing race. Let's, let's do, do that. Let's do it. All right. It's season 28, and it's um, like the second leg of the race. And um, we got all these uh, social media people, these famous social media people. And um, so far, um, it's going pretty good. It's been a good race. It's been a strenuous way. It's been more um, physically demanding than season 27. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get heckled for that. I know I am. I know I am. <laughs> but it is what it is. It's called You Look uh, Like Gollum. <laughs> yeah, you know, I. it's funny because I, I, I got the different box now on my TV, and it doesn't tell me the um, the title like the old box did. So what, what is this one called? You Look Like Gollum. Okay. All right. So, from Benito Javarez Airport, they um, the route info was to fly to um, Cartagena, Colombia, and then proceed to the Tutomo. So, on the first flight out, which was 8.59, so pay attention to this, because this is going to be important at the end of everything, and I'll explain later. But... Um, the first flight out was at 8.59, and uh, Dana and Matt was on it, Tyler and Corey, uh, Brody and Kurt, and Bernie and Ashley were on that first flight. Um, which I was wondering about is how they um, they were mentioning all the times they were leaving, and I thought that was for a reason. Like, you know, the, Dana and Matt were the first to leave at 8.142, Tyler and Corey at 143, and so on. Um, Scott and Blair with the latest time of 345, 3, um, 3.04 p.m. It was all in the afternoon. Um, but it really had nothing to do with anything. I, I just I just found it curious. I, so I was writing it all down. Thinking, like, well, it's got to be a reason, but really wasn't. Um, so uh, the second flight out was at 9.37 a.m. And on that flight was Zach and Rachel, Brittany and Jessica, Sherry and Cole, Aaron and Joslyn and Scott and Blair. Scott and Blair, Blair barely got on it. They, they, you know, they pushed away and they um, bumped 
Marty and Hagen um, from that flight, and um, they ended up leaving on a 10 a.m. I mean, a 10 p.m. limit. Correction. No, I'm sorry. They were getting in at 10 a.m. Their flight would arrive. So, um, and then um, Darius and Cameron, who were last um, coming into getting um, in flights, was at 10:30 a.m. So, when they got to this Tutumo, it was who is a hot mess. And so they had to go, they went to a Vulcan Tutumo, which is there's dozens of volcanoes out there in Colombia, and they had to climb these looked like very slippery steps. Um, they had to go into this. Um, they get, had to get covered head to toe in this therapeutic mud, and then look for an emerald. Um, it was actually a volcano. Yes. That was full yeah, right, of therapeutic the, the, the mud. Right. Yep. It's two thousand feet deep. Yep. There was. Um, it, yep. It's said to be two thousand feet deep. One of um, Colombia's most abundant gems is the emerald. And once they found one, they had to wash it off and deliver it to an attendant for their next clue. So um, Brody um, did it, and he finished first. Then Ashley did it. She finished second. Dana finished third. Corey finished fourth. Joslyn finished fifth. Cole finished sixth. He's annoying. Um, Rachel finished seventh. (laughs) Blair finished eighth. Jessica finished ninth. Cameron finished 10th, and Hagen finished 11th. Now, at one point, Corey dropped the emerald, and she had a, um, when she was coming down the steps, couldn't find it. She had to go back up and get another one. So, um, but it didn't hinder her from being fourth. It didn't, didn't hurt anything. So, uh, then they had, once they gave the emerald to, they had to have an emerald once they gave it to the attendant. Um, the attendant then told, showed him where the next clue was, which was in this water, which was very muddy, not very deep, but very muddy to run through or swim through, which makes it very difficult um, to for their next clue. The clue box was in the water. And once they got that clue, that was a route info, and they had to make their way to Manzanillo um, del Mar um, for their next clue. So Del Mar is a beach. Um, the name of it is Manzanillo. 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 Um, and I am the master of hacking words. So uh, <laughs> once they got there, um, they, when they got there, it was like it wasn't a clue box. It was a table. It was out um, where these guys were guys were playing cards, and they had to find this place, and it was a sign, and. They found it, and they, they, when they received their next clue, um, it was a detour. So it was pop-up where you built a shelter using materials found on the beach. And once they created a shady shack, they would call, um, um, call in the tunes to set the party started. So they had to build up the shack and get it properly done and, and observed. And once it was done, then they would receive their next clue. Um, Parilla is an African-Spanish Indigenous recipe. Um, beach cookups are among the world's best in the world. You have to prepare a tasty babacola and then serve it to the party goers for your next clue. So, Matt and Bob are scaling see. three fish and cooking them to a crisp, along with rice, yes. plantains, and a few extras for the plate. Gracias. Mia, Mia, <laughs> Mia, <laughs> more. <laughs> um, 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 all right. So, Tyler. Um, all right. So let's go. Let's go. This. Um, Brody and Kurt did pop up. Bernie and Ashley did pop up. Dana and Matt did pop up. Tyler and Corey did pop up. Um, Sherry Cole did pop up, which was putting up this tent, this um, overhang, and um, 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 and so and the rest. No, Evan and Joslyn did the Perilla. Um, Scott and Blair did the Perilla. Brittany and Jessica did the Perilla. Uh, Darius and Cameron did the Perilla. And Marty and Hagen did the Perilla. Um, Tyler and Corey finished first doing the pop-up. 
Brody and Kurt finished second doing the pop up. Uh, Brody and Ashley finished third doing the pop up. Um, Dana and Matt finished fourth doing the pop up. Um, and then finally the fish people came into play. Uh, <laughs> Brittany and Jessica um, finished fifth doing the Perilla. Erin um, and Joslyn finished sixth doing the Perilla. And then Zach and Rachel finished seventh doing the pop-up. Sherry and Cole finished eighth doing the pop-up. Um, but before, I'm sorry, let me back up a second here. Beep, beep, beep. Um, Zach and Rachel, before they can do the pop-up, they had to um, look for the um, speed bump detour, and the speed bump was, um, what's the catch? And they had to help fishermen pull in an enormous fishing net, and then they had to grab the catch of the day and place it into a container before receiving the next clue. Um, so they did that, and then they went and did the pop-up. Um, where are we? Scott and Blair did the, um, the Perilla, and they finished ninth. Marty and Hagen finished 10th doing the Perilla. Darius and Cameron um, did the Perilla. They had a hell of a time doing it. They were struggling doing it. Um, but um, they, they finished it. Um, so then once they completed this, the next clue was a route info. Now teams had to make their way to Plaza Bolivar, hidden within the old stone walls of the Catadina pit stop. So, um, in, in the walls of Catadina, and that was where the pit stop was. Getting back to the beginning of the race, the teams that left one through four, um, not, in, and then not in the specific order, but the top, the top four finished in the top four, um, from the beginning of the race, which I found interesting. Tyler and Corey, they finished first, um, beating out Brody and Kurt. Um, they, they did really, really well. Really, you know, they, they were very impressive. Um, and they won a trip by Travel, Travelocity to um, St. Thomas Silence, which is absolutely gorgeous and beautiful place to visit. Um, Brody and Kurt came in second. Bernie and Ashley came in third. And Dana and Matt came in fourth. Um, Evan and Joslyn fifth. Zach and Rachel sixth. Uh, Brittany and Jessica came in seventh. Sherry and Cole came in eighth. And uh, Scott and Blair came in ninth. Then um, Darius and Cameron came in tenth. And Marty and Hagen came in eleventh and were eliminated. See, Marty and Hagen, they really screwed up big time. They left their car... Um, the taxi back at the food stand when they got that clue. And um, when they were running back to get to the taxi, it gave Darius and Cameron just enough time to finish up the Perilla. And they their taxi was waiting for them. And as you see Marty and Hagen running down the road, that dirt road, to go get their car, here goes, here comes Darius and Cameron driving by. And... Um, Hagen just uh, broke down. She was a mess. Um, he started crying, you know, to her mom in the car, and it was just like um, they left the car. Um, you know, Cameron made a good point on his ride. He goes, that's why it's important not to give up on this race, and that's very important. We were told that several times by camera guys, sound guys, never give up. You never, ever, ever know where you are during the race, ever. It's just like you, you, somebody can somebody could totally screw up, mess up, and it's you know it, it, it makes the difference of a race. So, anyways, that being said, I still I felt, I felt so bad for them in that taxi when even mopeds were passing them. They oh my god! Oh yeah, when they were, oh when they were on their way to it, yes. Oh yes. yes. I mean that that was, that was the slowest awful. taxi driver. Ever, I told my husband. I said, you know, I think I would have just asked him to pull over and call another taxi, and hope we got like another better taxi driver. Yeah, I thought I thought that way too. Like he was purposefully driving slow Look, because they Sherry, were asking him to drive faster. Sherry, it's the show is known 
for the demise of many people losing the race or ending their ending their race with a bad taxi ride. I'm a perfect example. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, in China, you know, it just it is what it is. It's you have no control. That's something you have no control over. You know, and it's. You know, maybe the, maybe the, the, the taxi cab driver they were with is a, one that just, like, he, obey, he obeys the law and doesn't care who's in the car or what, you know. But, you know, some of these countries you go in, they fly. They don't give a shit. They'll freaking, you know. So, um. Well, there's it, a question for you, Louie, though. If you had been in that taxi and felt in your heart like he was purposefully yeah. driving below the Gotta be like pullover. Body pullover, yeah. I would have been, I would have been a little more assertive too. I mean, you know, not to a point of hurting or threatening, but I would have, you know, I, I'm not being a male chauvinist whatsoever. I'm just being a, you know, um, a small example. My sister's trying to call in her dog the other day from the, into the house because it, it, it was freezing out. One of those cold days we had, and he just wasn't listening. He was like, he smelled a deer or something, right? And I heard a yelling, yelling, you know, and I'm like, I just went over and I yelled at I go, and I go, Addy, get in here, you know, that assertiveness. He snapped around, boom, came right in the house, you know, and I just grinned at my sister and walked away, and she just shook her head, but and it's her dog. <laughs> but it, it's, that's, you know, having that type of assertiveness sometimes is just like, you know, obviously he wasn't threatened by a female. Um, and he didn't care. Um, or he just didn't care. And it might not have mattered at all. But and if that was the case, if that didn't work, then I would have, um, I, I would have, yeah, I would have been like, Mike, we, can, we need to get another taxi. This is bullshit, you know? So. Um, I, I would have. I know if I was, if I felt in my heart that he was purposefully, you know, driving too slow. Yeah. I think I would have said, pull over, call me another cab. You yeah, know. I agree. <laughs> I agree. But then, I agree, whatever, agree. whatever possessed them to run from? I don't know. Some see. See, that's the thing. They probably didn't read the clue thoroughly, you know, and just was thinking that they were that close to where they had to be, you know. So. That's another thing. Uh, People, you, really you, that, that simple little, that simple little thing of not reading a clue properly can destroy you. You know, um, on, on any hand, like I, I cannot, for the life of me, make a decision on who's a powerful team right now. I like Brody and Kurt. They're pretty. They look pretty tough. I mean, Tyler and Corey. I mean, I'm not going to underestimate them right now. You know. Um, those those four that came in top four, um, all playing. But everybody's playing a decent game. I I, I right. can't see. I can't see Scott and Blair going too far. I don't know. I just, you know, I mean, I mean, he's you know he's a great guy and stuff. But it's just like they're making some stupid mistakes, you know. And um, unless they change their ways, then I think they're going to be gone soon. You know, Darius and Cameron, and he even said it, being assertive. And he's not, you know, I think it was Cameron who said he's not assertive. He's like, you need to be a little assertive in this game. You need to be able to, I hope you know, they learned their lesson. They, they were in the airport much earlier than many of them. They were being yeah. kind and taking yeah. photos with fans that recognized them. Yeah. When they, they, they should have been up at the so ticket counter. Yeah. They were. They yeah. were the only ones that really yeah. got recognized, and they were taking yeah. photos with with fans that recognized them instead of going up to the ticket counter and getting their tickets and then taking photos with fans. You yeah. know, <laughs> and well. if they would have gotten to the ticket counter first and told their fans, "We'll take photos with you. But let us get our tickets first. You know, they would have been on the first flight. Yeah. Yep. But instead, no, I agree. they were. You know, just taking their time and hanging the fans, taking photos and stuff, and they wound up on the very last flight. And I hope I don't, that they learned a very valuable lesson demise. from that. Yeah, I don't think it was their demise, but I, I, um, I do believe that they, 
they need to be a little more assertive. I mean, because they are they they're smart. They're both very smart guys. I mean, they like, are. They're very are, smart. One of them, um, the mentor. I mean, I mean that's that's a genius. I mean, uh, I mean, come yeah. on. So I mean, their mom went um, to Harvard, 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 and homeschooled yeah. both of them, and they're very, yeah. very smart. So I mean, but that doesn't mean shit. though. <laughs> you gotta, you have to be streetwise and stuff at times too. You know, doesn't matter and how you smart you are. Common you know, sense. Hello. Common sense. Yeah. I heard a noise. Um, I, I don't know. Another thing that. A, struck me as funny is Sherry didn't cook the fish and she has six kids and I learned through Twitter that she doesn't cook and what? I thought yeah she doesn't cook six kids and she does not cook how do you how do you oh get God. by having six kids and not cook and who would eat fish raw <laughs> nothing like that like, uh, uh, well he cooked the fish for her yeah but yep. I don't understand how you have six kids and not cook. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This to me is like, really? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That, that's interesting. But I, I do know people who, like, they don't, you know, they barely cook, you know. Um, I don't know. I was born, my, my mom, I, I was learning how to cook when I was a kid. So um, um, I love cooking, actually. But... um. It is what it is. I, I can't imagine having that kids. <laughs> maybe her husband did a lot of cooking. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Well, anyway, um, so I mean, you now we're down two legs. Um, it's funny, like the last episode, the last leg, they didn't say um, this is a non. I mean, uh, that when he when the race was going he goes um. The race is still going because it really wasn't still going because it didn't stop. But they didn't like pe- when the people came in. You know, the top the, the when the first team came in, they didn't give them any prize. So I didn't understand that. They never explained it. So this kind of blows my mind. Last week. Uh, last week, yeah. So, yeah. Kind of weird. They got um, by with a free one on that one, didn't they? <laughs> I did. Yeah, they did. Yes, they did. <laughs> they did something. I don't know. I mean, they did make it a non-elimination, so, but, um, anyway, well, it was a good week, and we're on to next week, um, and, um, wish me luck this week, um, because this is like, you know, now word of mouth is coming along, and people are going to be coming to my gym, and I'm excited, and so, um, and I'm excited about it, and I'll be posting stuff, um, if you haven't. If you haven't already, go to Louis Fitness Academy on Facebook and like my page, please, and share it. And you know, and um, I appreciate it. Thank you so much, and I love you, Cherry. And Ron, happy birthday! God bless. Have a drink with my dad up there. Tell him I said hi. Um, Mom, <laughs> Cherry, I, I love you, Cherry. You have a great evening, honey. You're the best. I love you too, babe. You, you like to, honey. And I wish you all the best with your, your studio, and I hope you have tons of customers that come in this week, and I know once they come in and work out with you, they'll join and yeah. enjoy a lot of fitness with you. And Thank you, baby. <laughs> get fit with Louie, so go in and check out Louie's studio. Hey, who knows? Like, there could be a reality show, Louis Louis reality fitness show, reality show. How about that? There you go. <laughs> I'm gonna have to fly you out Just here. Don't do that new one. <laughs> don't do that new one that they're doing now. That fit to fat to fit. Ah, uh, the what? The fit? The what? Oh no, no, no! Fit, Wait, no! I, oh, no have you no. seen that one? Yeah, no. Those guys are gonna all get heavy on purpose, and I'm all set with that. That's not. I, how can that be healthy? I don't get that. That's so wrong. On so many levels, that's so wrong. I mean, I understand they're really wanting to understand how hard it is to lose weight. And the guy that started it all said he, you know, he always had trouble, you know, with getting his overweight, you know, clients to lose weight, his most, most overweight clients to lose weight. 
and he it was yeah. him that was the problem because he didn't understand how hard it was for him. So he gained all this weight to find out what it was like for them to, you know, lose weight. That's okay for him if he wanted to do that. But now he started all these other trainers doing it, and it's backfiring on some of them, and some of them don't want to go back to being fit again. They're enjoying eating yeah. now, and they don't want to go back to being fit. Uh-huh. And it's like, what have you done to these people? You know? Uh, nah, I'm going to go to that. So, yeah. I'm going to settle that. You know, I, yeah, you wonder if, like, um, some of them, like, for example, Richard Hatch put weight on on purpose just to be on, you know, just you wonder. You know, it's just like, why would you want to do that to yourself? You know? Well, hey, we'll see. Hey, and maybe it's interesting to see what they do to themselves. So, well, and maybe I'll try to get him on next week, too. So That would um, be great. Yeah. Anyways, all right. I love you, baby. You have a good night. I love you, too, baby. Wish morning. you all the success in the world. Thank you, honey. Take care, God babe. Bless. Bye-bye. God bless. Bye. And I want to ra- remind everybody to join us tomorrow. We have Sasha Horn who was on the ABC murder mystery, Who Done It, and is now a tech blogger who has a website, Tasha's Tech Talk.com. Uh, she talks about all kinds of things tech-related, whether it be in the tech world or tech gadgets, um, but she started out on Who Done It on ABC, and she's going to be on the first segment with Michelle Costa on Manic Monday, followed by Suzette Amaya from Big Brother Canada. And with Big Brother Canada 4 starting, uh, premiering on March 2nd, we certainly want to start talking about Big Brother Canada again. So that will be our second segment. So make sure you join us tomorrow with Michelle Costa for Manic Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, here again on Thursday at the same time, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, for Mike on the Mic with Mike Albright to talk about Survivor Korong. And I'm not sure exactly who's who Mike's guests will be, but I will be posting it on Facebook and Twitter. So just follow uh, the Rad Reality Show on Twitter and Facebook, and I'll be posting all that information there. I want to thank everyone for joining us tonight. And again, say happy birthday to our founder, Ron Rad, And kind of a happy birthday to the show here um, because he started the show on his birthday back in 2009. And uh, so it's been a long time and this show carries on in his legacy honor and kind of wish we'd have gotten some phone calls tonight, um, but we didn't, and that's okay. I know Sunday nights are really busy for a lot of people, so um, not sure exactly which closing I want to use for tonight. Um, but time to say goodnight to everyone, so... I think I'm going to use this one. Um, Everybody, have a great week this week. Remember to come back tomorrow for Manic Monday with Michelle Costa. Love you guys. Take care. Good night. Here's Ron. Take us out. I want to finish off with a song. I really felt like it was a great show, and um, I really do appreciate everyone that did listen and everyone who called in. Thank you.
and feeling we have here, remember it. Take it home and do some good with it. Hug your husband, your wife, kids. I leave you with this. Please, be kind. Be kind. Come back Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. The Manic Monday Rad Reality Show with Michelle Costa. So don't forget... Good night. And a special thanks goes out to Jason Lee, who's always helping me with this show. Can't thank him enough. Thank you so much, Jason. Amy May, thank you so much for your kind words today on Twitter. All of our retweeters out there, thank you so much for helping us retweet our promos. Just want everyone to have a great week. Be kind to each other. That's a wrap for tonight. God bless everyone. Good night.